Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Brick. This week's episode is coming out on October 9th, and I am your host, Anna, and I'm really excited for this episode. Today is a very special day because today I'm going to be discussing a topic that I know is so near and dear to so many Miami student hearts, and that topic is Saturdays in Oxford. I feel like it's pretty clear to the majority of the student body that football games are not typically the main draw for Saturday entertainment. However, that does not mean that Oxford goes quiet the second Saturday rolls around. In fact, I would argue that it's quite the opposite. I'm going to cover all the essential aspects of a successful Oxford Saturday, including darties, bar scene, and just general uptown life on the weekends. And let's go ahead and get into it. So one of the things that I was most excited about when I decided that I wanted to do this episode and when I was planning it was that I would finally have the opportunity to talk on this platform about something that I feel very strongly and very passionately about, and that is darties. So hear me out. Darties are an art, and it needs to be looked into more. It is something we need to talk about, we need to discuss, we need to dive deep into this specific realm of Saturday culture, especially in Oxford. Miami University students are some of the most creative, innovative, brilliant people I have ever met, solely based on some of the things I have seen at these darties. And the work that goes into creating them is just absolutely unbelievable to me. One important factor that we have to keep in mind while diving deep into the topic of these darties is that we live in Ohio, particularly a very rural part of Ohio, a lot of cornfields, not a huge main city very close to us. And that is something that we need to consider when we are planning our Saturday darties because resources are fairly limited. However, regardless of how remote we are, it has never stopped the Miami students from figuring out how to have a good time. If there's one thing Miami students know, it's how to have fun. And that is so evident through these darties. For example, I have seen swimming pools made out of hay bales at these darties, which is just simply, to me, coming from Georgia, that is just That is the things that I think that my friends from home would make fun of me about when I, like, tell them I go to school in Ohio. And I just, literally, I laugh right back at them because I'm having the best time in my hay bale swimming pool. And if they can't handle that, they can't handle that. But anyway, the hay bale swimming pool, impeccable, brilliant, okay, genius. The other thing I see a lot of, especially, well, only in the warm months, is slip and slides They are everywhere, and they are so fun. I am the first one up the slip and slide. I will go down it 10 times, 20 times, 100 times, however many times as they will let me, like until that thing collapses on top of me, I will go down that slip and slide. Everything about it is just fun. It's just a great time. And the weirdest thing about darties is that you put all this work into it. Like I've seen people make tables like to play like drinking games on and stuff that are just immaculately painted like stuff I could never ever do and they must spend hours and hours and hours on these things and they're out at these tardies and you know you're playing whatever drinking game on those and then I see people moving all their furniture outside so that people have places to sit and again you see the pools the slip and slides like there's been mechanical bowls in the past like just 
pretty much anything you could imagine to essentially stand in the heat for many hours and drink like warm, cheap beer or warm, cheap alcohol, you know, whatever is available. And in that moment, there is absolutely nowhere else that you would rather be than at that darty. And I just, I think that that is so incredible to me and something that I did not fully understand until I got to Miami. I also can vividly, vividly remember my first darty at Miami University as a freshman. And I remember walking into this thing where, I mean, I didn't know anyone. Like the girls I came with also, like our people I had met days ago. Granted, they turned out to be some of my best friends in the entire world. However, at the time, I was like, wow, I just moved here from Georgia. I met these girls like literally five days ago. Now we're at the starting with a bunch of people we don't know. Cool. And it was like, I remember walking in and being like, oh my God. Like I was so overwhelmed in the best way though. And I was so excited and everything I saw, I was like, this isn't real. Like this is not, this is, can't be how it is. And now as a senior, I'm like, wow, like what I would give to relive that moment again, because it is so fun. And I, I can't even, I can't say enough great things about it and how it's something that we just kind of look over. Like we're like, oh, there's a darty this weekend. There's a darty that weekend. There's three darties this weekend. I'm like, well, let's take a minute and really talk about this and really think through what's going into this. Think through how exciting this is for us when maybe it's not that exciting of a concept normally, but just the way Miami students have curated such a cool aspect from it. And a lot of people have even made these traditions out of it, which is so bizarre to say. But I can like think back to now as like a senior thinking of sophomore year when I would be like, oh, I'm so excited for this themed arty or for I'm so excited like to live in a house and be able to have people over and host darties. And I'm so excited for that. And just the fact that like it's become such a big part of our Saturday culture and it's not really anything we've ever no one ever seems to really go beyond that like no one really ever seems to think much more of it and I just think it's an art darties are an art and we need to we need to address that and we need to appreciate that for what it is and I just I'm glad I'm getting the opportunity to do that because, you know, you may laugh, but if you really sat down and think about it, the people putting on these darties, maybe it's you listening. Good on you. Like, if you're really putting in the work to make sure people have fun safely and responsibly, good for you because you are an engineer. Truly, you're an engineer. You're an artist. You're a business person. You're a CEO. You're all of the roles put into one because you are the one putting in the work to make these darties happen. And if no one has told you recently, I appreciate you. Now, as much fun as the darties are and as much as I love them, I would still argue as a student from what I have seen over the past few years that the uptown bar scene at Miami is just as big, if not bigger, Saturday during the day than just about any other night. And if you don't believe me, that's fine. You don't have to believe me, but I did take to the streets this past Saturday, um, took my little microphone out, and I went and I talked to people who were out on the bars on Saturday, and I asked them questions. I asked them why they were there at the bar instead of being at a Miami football event or any sort of sporting event. And I got a fairly unanimous answer regarding Saturday, and that was basically just that 
people choose to be uptown at the bars instead of at a football game because that's where their friends are. That's where the drink deals are. And Miami football is not that good. I would rather go out somewhere else because Miami football is not good. It's not necessarily all bars uptown that people are referring to when they talk about this. For the most part, everyone I spoke to was referring to Brick Street. We all know her. We all know Brick. And most of us who know Brick also know Beat the Clock. Beat the Clock is something that I heard a lot about, but I still think it's worth explaining a little bit more and talking about and sort of delving in to the, the nuances of Beat the Clock, if you will. So let's say darting's not really your thing. You're like, mm, I don't really want to stand outside and drink beer for like four hours in the heat, whatever. That's not really your thing. That's completely fine. There are other options. Like I was saying earlier, Beat the Clock probably where you're going to end up if you are living your Saturday in Oxford life. So what is it that's so special about Beat the Clock? Well, in my opinion, there's a couple things. One, the community. You always see so many people you know at Beat the Clock. So many people. Two, the drink deals. $1 pitchers at one, $2 pitchers at two, continuing on, continuing on, hence the clock reference. And three, and arguably the most important, brickin'. Brick Chicken. Every Saturday at 5 p.m., the workers at Brick bring out a giant vat of hot fried chicken for free. They just hand it out, toss it out on paper plates to anyone who wants them. That, to me, is just above and beyond. That is above and beyond. That is an establishment showing that it cares about its clients. So while I was waiting for break-in this past weekend, as I do most weekends, I decided to talk to some of the people around me who were presumably also waiting for break-in, as they should be, and I just asked them why they love break-in so much and why it keeps them there at the bars until 5 p.m. every Saturday, as it does me. Break-in is special because it's brick, giving back to its customers, and it's just so wholesome when you're in brick at 5 p.m. on a Saturday, one hand, you got a piece of nice crispy chicken. The other hand, you got a nice pork trash can. And although I loved my time this past weekend experiencing the three Bs of Beat the Clock, Beer, Besties, and Brickin', I also wanted to go out and talk to people not at the bars and get some information from them. And this past weekend happened to also be family weekend, which was lovely. I actually decided to get a little more investigative than normal Saturdays for me. And I actually attended a Miami University tailgate with one of my friends and his family which I had a blast. You know, we had good food, good friends, good company, you know the vibes, and it was a lot of fun. But what I found interesting about the tailgating scene was that a lot of people were leaving the tailgates and not going to the game, but just going straight uptown to the bars. You're not going to the game? No, I'm not. As much as I love Miami OH, but it's not something that I normally do. What do you normally do? Go to the bars uptown. Yeah, go to beat the clock, <laughs> in particular. Why? I get to watch coverage of like all the um, college football games, and obviously like all my friends are there. So like, if more of my friends went to the football games, then yeah, it'd be something I'd do. But my friends don't go to it, and I can go uptown and get beer for a dollar. <laughs> 
This was something that I found very interesting because I felt like if people were making the time to tailgate, they probably were intending on going to the game as well. But I guess that's not the case for a lot of people. I think also it being family weekend, a lot of parents were into the idea of going and tailgating and sort of having that college experience, but also getting the Miami experience, which is more surrounded by bars and uptown and that kind of scene. So I just thought that was interesting. But I want to move now into my next topic of conversation that I'm very excited about. One of the other things that I really, really was sure that I wanted to touch on when I made this episode was Uptown food options on Saturday, particularly Chipotle. Chipotle, for many people, is an integral part of their Saturday tradition. I swear, Chipotle in Oxford on Saturday, good luck, Godspeed. I'm wishing you the best if you are choosing to walk into that Chipotle and try and get your food at anywhere between maybe 1 p.m. and like 9 p.m., Because I have never seen such a busy establishment as I do during those times on Saturday in Oxford. It is like people spend their day and then they're like, you know what? The actual only food that I can eat today is Chipotle. I need it. And if you do go, good luck getting the fajita veggies. You know, good luck getting guac because they run out. And God bless those workers who work at Chipotle. I am here for you if you need anything. I appreciate you because... I say all this as if I am not one of those people also getting Chipotle on Saturday. I am. However, I always order ahead because I'm like scared of being in that line for so long. So you know what? You order your Chipotle ahead for at like 3 p.m. to be picked up literally like 6 p.m. Also, if you're wondering, I eat it in addition to the brick and those are my two dinners. But I will admit as challenging as it can be to acquire That Chipotle bowl Saturday after you've been drinking all day or you've been out in the sun and you just sit down and you take that first bite, it is unmatched. It is something that you cannot recreate. So I understand why people do it every weekend over and over because it really is incredible and that feeling is just something that you you can never relive like once you're experiencing that and you just you crave more each time. So I'll give I'll give you all that. That is that is important. Okay, so let's say you've gotten your Chipotle, beat the clocks over, you've left whatever bar you were at, you left whatever darty, whatever it is. We'll say for the sake of this story that maybe it's about 6 p.m., 6.30 p.m., you're eating dinner, you got your Chipotle. If you got another food uptown, good on you. If you made your dinner at home, even better, proud of you. Don't know how you did it, but good for you. What's next? So next, people go into what I like to call the nighttime nap. So this usually ranges from around 6.37 p.m. until probably about 9 p.m., I would argue, maybe 8.30. And this is when people will just, after dinner, simply go to bed. They'll go to bed for like two hours, take a nap at nighttime, and wake up and then go right back out again right back out to the bars. Whatever's happening, if there's a party, they head right back out. And I would like to preface this by saying that the nighttime nap doesn't work for me. If I go to sleep after I've been drinking or out in the sun all day at like 7 p.m., you will not see me again that night. I will be asleep. I will be conformed to my bed until the next morning. That's the next time you'll see me. And that's just how I am. And that's just who it who I am. But it's just not something that works for me. 
So I either have to skip the nighttime nap, which is usually what I do, and I just have to have a prolonged dinner or find a way to stay awake for the next two hours until other people get up, which usually I can, and you know, I'm good at entertaining myself and finding things to do, so it's usually fine. But for a good majority of people, the nighttime nap is a very important part of their Saturday routine. So the idea is that you go to bed, it refreshes you, you get a little bit of energy, back to go out again. Again, this doesn't really work super well for me, but I know for some people it does. And it's something that I find so interesting and so funny about the Miami culture that people will do this, that people will literally take these like short sleeping breaks, literally just to go back out to the same bars at night. But it's truly, it's an integral part of Saturday. Like it is what it is. And it's just a very common thing for people. And I think it's so interesting to explain when I like meet new people. I'm like, oh yeah, like the nighttime nap, like blah, blah, blah. And that's why I've deemed it. And then after the nighttime nap, you head right on back out to the bars. The Saturday night bar scene at Miami is a little bit different from every other night and even Saturday during the day. I would say Saturday night is definitely going to be the least crowded, shortest lines. Not saying you're not going to have to wait because you probably will, but just in general, there's not going to be as many people as you would see on a normal night. And I know you may be thinking, okay, what's the point? Well, riddle me this. One of the bad parts about going out at nighttime on days that are not Saturday is just the fact that it's so crowded. There's so many people. The lines are long. Like, it takes a long time to do anything. But Saturday night is typically a lot less crowded, a lot less stress. Like, you just bring your friends out and you just have a good time. It's much more relaxed. And, you know, maybe you've been at Brick Street since 1 p.m. And if you have, scared of you, but go off. Regardless of anything, it's still going to be fun because it's still a weekend in Oxford. And really, those just can't be bad. And one of the things I really want to say is that while obviously a lot of this is very satirical, like me saying darties are art and they're inspired and bricking and all that stuff, which I stand by everything I said. Don't get me wrong. But obviously, it's meant to be just a little bit comical and funny. But I will say that with all that being said and going beyond like the drinking aspect, the partying aspect of it, the Miami students and the like culture in Oxford is very cool to me because I feel like Miami students have taken a very small town, you know, like I said, cornfields, and made it a place where there is always something exciting. There is always something to look forward to and a place that makes it so hard to leave after four years. The community at the school is unlike anything I have ever heard of, ever experienced before. And it's a fairly big school, but the community feels so tight-knit and close, and you really do feel like you're a part of this, like, Red Hawk family when you come here, I feel like, because it is just one of those things where people just sort of, they get creative. They think of fun things to do, and obviously the town also provides a lot of really cool things for students and locals and everything like that to do. But I will say that this group of students are creative. They make it fun. And I think that's really just a big part about the Miami culture is that you make it into what you want it to be. The students are what make this school so great. And I think that that's really evident. Again, I know I was talking about something kind of silly, like drinking and partying and stuff like that. But like the students behind that are what 
what what really create it and what make it fun and what you want to go see your friends on Saturday and you want to spend time with them and you want to attend the, you know, themed party or the tie-dye or the paint or whatever the theme is or anything like that. And you want to spend this time with the people around you because it's just how the Miami culture works. That's how students are. And I think it's really cool that, like, this time is almost spent for friendship rather than sports which okay that sounded so like cliche and like I was trying to be like friendship heals all which like whatever is kind of true but like fun but just trying to say like we don't usually go to a lot of football games like sporting events other than hockey like aren't a huge thing about Miami I would argue but what is is quality time and spending time with people and like even though you're going out and you're going drinking you're getting break in and you're doing all that fun stuff you're doing it with the people that you want to spend time with you're doing it with your community which I just think is really cool but with all that being said always remember to drink responsibly never walk any we're alone be smart use your brains you all go to Miami which means y'all all have great brains use them they're there for a reason and don't do anything dumb don't be kicking trash cans I see that a lot and that's such a mess don't do it and if you're listening to this on a Saturday happy Saturday if you're listening to this any other day of the week happy whatever day of the week it is for y'all thank you for listening I really hope y'all enjoyed this episode I know I had a really good time talking about it and I will see y'all in two weeks for another episode of behind the break bye y'all